Good afternoon, everybody. It's um, the, mo the morning Mancunians back. Um, uh, back in the fucking freezing cold. Eating's been on all day. God, it's horrible. Um, I wish you had enough money to emigrate to Spain forever. <laughs> um, right. I've got a bit of a... Um, a bit of a, um, a a rage or a rant today. Um, it's about two things really, but um, I'm sick to death. Going, going. I've, I've stopped doing it now. It's pissing me off that much. You go onto these podcasts and um, it does like a little nosy around, and I'm fucking sick to death of every fucking per prisoner. Ex-prisoner who comes on to these podcasts. Oh yeah, I was in Britain's toughest prison. Well, according to you, every fucking prison in the country's the most dangerous one because the one you was at is the most dangerous. Mate, the only people who know the difference between dangerous prisons are the ones that have been to a few. Like, again, I'll mention it, Darren G. Been to about 20 different prisons, so he's probably one who could say... They're more dangerous than the others. The others fucking, oh, I was in Franklin, and it's the most dangerous prison ever. But I didn't go anywhere else. Oh, fuck off, man. You dicks. Um, and I'm just sick of it, mate. Every one of them comes on, same dick stories, same fucking stories. I'm sure they get they talk to each other before they go on. Um, there's a few. Um, uh, good listen to. And they're all like, oh yeah, we've changed now, but you didn't fucking worry about that when you were committing your crime, didn't you? Um, at my Vichman, he's what, he, he come on and he's turned his life round and he's making a good thing of it, isn't it? But I've listened to him and he does regret it. He basically says he was a dickhead. And that's his words, not mine. Um, but we didn't know any different and he had issues with his childhood and all that. But yeah, I understand that because I work with people like that. But yeah... And he's a, oh, I have to tell my daughter I've been a naughty boy. And I was, yeah, you should have thought of that before you fucking knew what you did. I bet if you didn't get caught, you wouldn't have told her that, would you? you fucking numpties. God. Um, yeah, it just drives me fucking mad. Just tell the truth, mate. You're a dickhead. You got caught. Deal with it. You don't have to tell a story about how you was the big man and you knew this and you knew that. Fucking hell. You all must have known the biggest gangsters in Britain, are you? Um, did you not know anyone else? Uh, yeah, so fucking hell, stop the bullshit, man. Um, and just a mad, fucking madness. Sick to death of fucking hearing this shit. Um, hardly any of them are real. They fucking tell the stories. They go on all these different podcasts selling the same old shit. And, and it's just like, fucking hell, mate. Tell us something different. Fucking hell. You know, it's like some of these um, older prison officers. Yeah, yeah, I remember working with uh, fucking what's his name and fucking oh god, um, you didn't mate. You didn't all work with him. Obviously, they've been in every fucking jail in the world. You fucking dicks. Fucking hell. Surely you've got your own story. I tell my own stories, mate. And if you don't, it's not many mind of. Oh, yeah, big gangster that from such and such. Fucking no. No. Um, I've just... Uh, uh, Daz G going on. It, 
He, um, he smashed someone's leg playing football at Dubgate. I remember that incident. I wasn't even an officer there. I was in comms and it was actually my day off. But I came back uh, and I was told that we had to get an helicopter out and all kinds of shit to lift this guy to hospital because his leg had been shattered. Um, see what I mean? Them real stories that people can uh, relate to and... You know, it happened at the jail I was at, but I wasn't there. I didn't see it, I didn't witness it. I heard about it. Uh, I didn't know it was him that did it. Um, I don't think anyone did. It just because it was in the football match and he got fucking leg broken about three places, I think. Uh, so, yeah, it was... Um, so, yeah, when you hear stories, you can relate to like that. And then it's like, fucking shut up, man. They just drive me fucking nuts. Um, and none of them tell... I haven't heard one of them that have actually said, well, there was a good officer there and there was some good officers there. According to them, every officer in the fucking world is an horrible bastard who don't give a shit. Well, uh, fucking wake up. You know, is it not dramatic to admit that uh, actually some... Good officers there who actually looked after us and, and tried their best to help them within the law. Oh, fucking no, we won't mention that because it's not fucking exciting and it's not... No, the truth normally isn't. Um, it's like, fuck's sake, man, get a grip of your life. Either tell the truth. Yeah, there's some fucking idiots. I, I used to work with some idiots. Um, and I have to explain sometimes when they say... Oh, yeah, I was a prison officer. And they look at you and I'm like, I wasn't one of them bang them up and beat them up fucking prison officers. There's only a f there is a few of them, I'm not going to deny it, but they're not all like that. Um, and even some people, they dislike the inmates because they're inmates. I mean, to me, that's not a good enough reason, but each to their own, isn't it? Um, but they still do the job, you know. Uh, a lot of decent fucking people, not all fucking animals, and going in mob handed and, and they're showing like, oh yeah, we see the prisoners beat up this autistic guy. Well, yeah, maybe you did, mate, but that, don't fucking tire us all with the same brush, you knobhead. And if any of you want to fucking reply to me, you're welcome, because I ain't scared of you, I ain't bothered how big you think you are. You was a fucking prisoner, you did as you told. When we told you to bang up, you fucking banged up. You weren't a big I am. Because um, if you didn't, you got fucking restrained and put in fucking seg. So you're locked up. You did as you was told, mate. You might be big and hard with all your mates fucking showing off, telling them all your fucking war stories. But at the end of the day, you're banged up. You did as you was told. And if you didn't, and you caused it. I mean, like I've told you, I was on the railings with a fucking lad. Well, I weren't on him, he was, but for seven fucking hours. But you know what? He went behind his door eventually, even if it took... And he got a fucking... Uh, I, I tried to not let him get hurt, but he did. He, so you're not going to beat the system. You can't fucking beat him. So tell your mates your war stories, make yourself look big. But I'll tell your mates you was a fucking pussy and you went behind your door when you was told. Any problem with it, send me a fucking... Hit my email addresses on there, send it me. Because I ain't fucking scared of you. Oops, set myself on fire. Uh, so, yeah, that was one of me. 
things that's pissed me off. can tell I've just come back over under there. I'm getting pissed off again. <laughs> and the other thing, and I'm really fucking pissing me off, I was a corrupt officer. I went from officer to serving time in jail. Because you'd have been, you're not a corrupt officer, mate. You're a corrupt bastard. And again, these people, oh yeah, I was, they glorifying being bent. And, and the fucking excuses you come out with, wow, pathetic, man. Oh yeah, I was in a bit of financial trouble. Well, mate, most of us have been in financial trouble. I was, and you know what I did? Fucking overtime. Plenty of overtime, I was absolutely dead on my feet, but I paid my fucking debt off, and I didn't have to be corrupt. So fuck off with your fucking mind shit. Oh yeah, I run a gym and I, fuck off, you're a, you're a bent cunt, you probably open a gym with all the money you fucking got, what you fucking locked away, you bent bastards. You know what? Did you think of uh, all your um, colleagues and, uh, and your fellow officers who got injured because of the fucking shit you used to bring in for people. But did you fuck? And it's no good saying now trying to get redemption because people who do the job and have done the job and are straight as a die, we don't fucking want to know, mate. You're a bent bastard. You let the people, you let the prison service down, you let your colleagues down, you let your... And to be honest, other prisoners who've got beatings and fucking all kinds of shit because they couldn't pay the debt of the shit you brought in and the fucking people outside who got injured because you bringing fucking phones in didn't think of that shit, did you? You know, my dad brought six fucking kids up, worked his fucking bollocks off, did loads of shit in overtime, hardly seen us. You know, it's called fucking working. I was in debt, I know people... Relationships broken up, they're in the shit. But I know one uh, female colleague, she fucking works her ass off me now because she finished her relationship, ended up having to get her own flat. Fucking rent is horrendous. And she works her fucking ass. She works seven, nearly seven days a week, mate, to pay her bills and her debt off. She don't fucking go around fucking say, oh yeah, I'll bring you some stuff in. You fucking just all a bunch of bent bastards and you don't deserve to say you was a corrupt prison officer because if you're corrupt, you're not a prison officer, you're just a corrupt bastard. So, you know, fuck off. You know, but the public are as bad because they don't want to know the good side. Like I try to tell the funny stories and, and good, you know, about good officers and good, how, what we used to do. And these fuckers are like, oh, yeah. And you know what? The public, unfortunately, they fucking lap it up. Uh, you know, I, I, I did that podcast with Sean, Sean Atwood, and four weeks ago, and I've got 34,000 views. That fucking bent bastard, the one I'm on about, but there's, lot, there's a lot of them, mate. I can't listen to them anymore because they're just fucking pathetic. He's had like 200,000 because people want to know about bent officers. What the fuck? So the public then think that we're all fucking bent. Well, we're not all bent. Some of us are good, honest fucking officers. Yeah, we lose our... Yeah, sometimes we're in the mood, but that's human nature. Um, 
And yes, yeah, sometimes we do have to fight prisoners, but we have to fight them for a reason. We don't just go around fucking, oh, Man United lost this weekend, I won't kick fuck out of a prisoner. No, mate, that's not how it works. If Man United, well, good job I'm not there now, because they didn't this weekend. But, you know, it's like, fuck off, man. Tell some proper stories, prison officers. Come on, do what I do. Tell them. I think, I think there's only about four prison officers, I think, that I've seen, that have told their stories. Um, you know, it's like, fuck, I'll tell you, mate, you, just, you can tell it pisses me off. Um, yeah, and I can't, I've not even got room in my head to think about good stories at the minute because it just drives me fucking bananas. <laughs> fucking prisoners, ex-prisoners, come on and tell the truth, mate. You can tell your war stories because there is some, like I've told some of mine. But yeah, try and not encourage people because you don't, you know, like Marv, Marv Hitchman, he fucking... He preaches not to about not coming to jail, and and Darren G does he, he does it now, uh, and he was a right fucker, wasn't he? Um, but they're they're preaching, they they do their saying about people don't go to fucking jail, it ruins you. But you know, even them, they, they don't talk about good officers. They fucking do, and I know there's a lot of lads out there that are fucking are big criminal, you know, because. There's a lot of officers like me. I don't give a shit what you've done. I judge you and how you you are with me. And that's the end of it. I don't give a two fucks what you've done. How many fucking gang members you've had and all. It's, that's why I don't understand it. It's like that when that Mercer come on and all these fucking gang mates who are in jail were applauding him. Fuck off, man. Whether he's your, your mate or not, he's done a fucking horrible thing. Treat him like a cunt. Because he is one. Um and there was some of them scouse lads that I got on with, and then when I heard about that, I'm like, you know what, fuck off. If you're going to applaud a child killer, what is fucking on with you, man? Um, but yeah, sorry, I've got off Kegan. Corrupt bastards, I'm not going to call them, because they're not the same as us, they're corrupt. Yes, some people get a job to be corrupt, but at least they're open about it when they get caught. Not like you fuckers. Oh yeah, I was corrupt and I did... Two years, mate, I was fucking... And you know what? I, I, well, there was one officer when I was on my wing, first night induction and uh, detox wing. He came in, I don't know, I've probably told you this, he came in as an ex-corrupt bastard um, and we're like, fucking hell, we're going to have to watch this fucker. And you know what? A lot of little lads are bringing him stuff, getting his dinners for him and fucking... I'm like, what the fuck? I said to one, I'm like, what are you doing? I thought you'd eat the cunt. He said, nah, fuck off. He was bringing loads of shit in for us when he was in HMP Birmingham, or the Green. So, that's what you are. You're just fucking criminals, mate, who disgrace the uniform that you wear. Stop fucking bragging about it. Stop going public. Because... If I wasn't a prison officer and I listened to that, I'd think you're a disgusting bastard and you're glorifying your foot. Fucking writing a book about being a bent officer. What is wrong with you? Have you got no fucking shame or no pride in what you used to do? You're a fucking bastard. Corrupt bastard. I've seen people stabbed, beat to shit, ended up in hospital, nearly died, 
I've seen colleagues of mine fucking attacked, got injured trying to stop fucking bastards kicking shit out of lads who were in debt because of shit that a, a corrupt officer brought in. We had one ring in our prison uh, that had a corrupt officer on it and it was saturated with drugs and people were getting battered. Prisoners were getting battered and we'd have to go in and stop fights and all because of the shit that had been brought in by this bent officer. And an officer got shit up because a lad was in debt and they told him to shit an officer up for the laugh. So he did. Do you know what I mean? These bent cunts who go on with the fucking, all this money in their hand thinking, oh, I'll get out of my debt now. Fucking do overtime and get out of your debt. Don't put your colleagues in. All other prisoners in fucking danger. Because all you're doing... Because at the end of the day, you get caught and you get grassed up by the prisoners you think are your friends who you've been helping. So, fuck off, man. You're the bastard. Bent bastards, a lot of you. Um, and I don't give a fuck if you're a male or female. What, you're, the, you're just a disgrace to the uniform. I don't wear the uniform anymore. I've got lots of good friends who do. And another one got promoted again last week and dead proud of her. Um, big, big, big thing in, in HMP Dubgate to get a fucking female promoted, mate. Um, is that, to quote uh, Sam, Sam Wirth, the governor's carpet must need a Sherpa to get up and down it because he shovels that much sh fucking shit under the carpet. Do you know, I had a friend, a good friend who'd been in the job longer than me, um, who got walked off for making a sexist comment to a female officer. And you've got a person in a, a very, very second highest rank in the prison using his power to get female officers in bed. And then... When they realise what he's doing, he makes sure he makes their life hell till they leave. And when they report it, it suddenly disappears and goes under the mountain of shit under the fucking governor's fucking rug. I mean, I, last time I went in that governor's office was when John Hewitson was here and it was as flat as a pancake, that fucking rug. Because he didn't sweet fuck all on the car, he didn't give a shit. We had a, a security manager who was fucking, shall we say, hanging round all the female officers. John realised what he was doing and he was fucking gone out the door. Uh, but yeah, so, you know, all I'm asking is for fairness. If you're going to walk an officer off for a sexist comment, which, unbelievable, but anyway, I don't know what was said. But you're not going to do it if someone who wears a suit does it. Uh, fucking don't do it at all. Because, you know, I, I've not mentioned names yet, but I'm going to. I'm fucking believe me. Um, and, uh, yeah, we're already taking one lady going to tribunal with her because of the way you fucking treated her during the mental health. So anyone out there who wants any help um, from someone who don't work there who can say and do what they want, give me a shout, mate. Because um, it's fucking ridiculous. You can't treat people like they do. And I'm, I'm sure three, four years ago they wouldn't have treated you like that. They'd have treated you properly. 
So yeah, I'm putting the blame firmly on certain people's doors. I'm not going to say a name, but you all know who I mean. Who were people who work there? So I, so that's the two things that's been pissing me off since I come back. People just fucking tell the truth. Yeah, we've all got stories, but we've all got good things that people do. Prison. I I tell you, good things that prisoners do. How they help other prisoners. Uh, like I said, when I was on the long term, I couldn't believe how much they supported each other. Whatever religion, whatever colour, it didn't matter. You was on that wing, you was on that wing, and you, you, they clubbed in with you. Um, and a lot of it was organised by Muslims, mate, and they get a bad rep. And yeah, a lot of them are... I mean, I was speaking to a Muslim the other day, and... He said to me, I was, I was, I was talking about it, it was just being frank and honest about stuff. And he said, in, in, in the Muslim community or whatever, it's, um, they say, he says, I mean, he, he was born in fucking Dundee, <laughs> but he went back to Pakistan with his, his family and he was there for 16 years. And he says, 90, 90% the criminals, Muslim criminals, are the British-born Pakistanis. Um, and then it set me thinking when I was like, yeah, a lot of the lads that are in jail were British-born Pakistanis. But I was explaining to them, yet, yet some of them are in jail, but they're not all bad. You know, they, they, you know, not, when they're in jail, they're not all bad guys, you know. Just, he says, yeah, but it's against our religion to do the things what they do, to steal off someone, to sell drugs, to... So, yeah, so it gave me food for thought, really, because a lot of the uh, Muslims in jail I used to get on with, like I've said, I used to go to Muslim prayer a lot, and, uh, you know, good, good, and some of them that were good with me were, like, proper bad, they'd done bad things, a lot of them were drugs and stuff like that, and, uh, all kinds of reasons, but they were all right with me, so I was all right with them, I didn't give a shit what they did. Uh, and some of them, right, people say, well, watch him, he's this and that, and yet when I'm talking to them and all that, we're having a laugh and chatting, so different things, to different views on different people. Um, but, yeah, it's, this is what I'm saying. These fucking, all the, oh, they do me head in me. I've, I've had to stop listening to them now because... It's just like, God fucking hell, saying what your prison was the most dangerous, was it? Fuck off, man. All prisons are dangerous, mate. You're not, you're not the most dangerous one in Britain. Unless you've been to about 10, 15 different jails because you get getting shipped out, then you know. Um, not like that fucking idiot we used to get in Dubgate with Geordie. He thought he was fucking... Um, big, tall Geordie with scraggy hair. He was a right fucking dickhead. Um, and he thought he was, oh, fucking, I forgot his name. What's his name? Him who's been in jail for 40 odd years, he's fucking, hang on. I think he thinks he's Charlie Bronson, because around and he's fucking gets shipped out all over the place because he's fucking doing this and that. And he came to our jail, um, and he was fucking giving out on bus and threatening the fucking drivers and all, you know, thinking he's the big Charlie Bronson man. And then um, he came in reception, fucking dirty, scraggy cunt with dirty, long, greasy hair. Um, 
and he was fucking gobbing off and she's like, for fuck's sake, man. So uh, I just, I just, I was fucking tired. I was, I didn't fucking, I'm sick. I was like in one of them fucking moods. So I said, mate, just shut your fucking mouth and get processed and fuck off out of reception. He's like, who the fuck are you talking to? I said, well, there's only one big stupid cunt in here. He's gobbing off. Fucking shut up, man. He's like, he's going. I said, mate, you don't fucking scare me. Just shut up and let me fucking process you and get you on. He said, ah, oh, you fucking nonsense. I'm like, oh, fucking hell. I said, listen, mate, my fucking colleagues call me that. So you call it, they don't fucking bother me, so shut up. He said, ah, oh, you fucking bastard. I said, right, I fucking get behind that door. So... We put him behind the door, he's kicking the fucking door, he's calling me this and calling me that. You're a man, you're a man, nonsy fucking. Oh, I'm like, oh, fucking shut up. And um, anyway, he, he got took straight to Seg because he's a fucking knob. Uh, plus, he had this record. You see my fucking record? I used to hate that. You see my fucking record? You, right, don't, you can't fucking. Mate, and I say, mate, have you fucking seen mine? So shut up. And they used to go, you know who I am, don't you? And they're like, no, fucking not. I said, oh, there you go, ask around. I said, they'll fucking tell you who I am. I didn't fucking know one. I didn't want to say that. I didn't mean it like, you know who I am. And uh, that's the thing we used to go back at. He said, have you seen my record? And I do this and I do that. And I say, well, have you seen mine, mate? <laughs> and then the others used to go, oh, fucking hell, mate. Don't, don't, don't tell him, don't let him. And they're like, looking like, well, but this fucking life. Quite was Charles Bro um Charlie Bronson that's the one I was on about before all these old yeah, I worked with Charlie Bronson. Well you didn't. I didn't. I'm fucking never gonna say I did, but he had this fucking idiot. And he proper he just didn't like me, but I don't care. I'm not here to be a mate. Uh and every time I went to Seggy he's fucking threatening me out the door and all this shit and I'm like, oh whatever, mate. I used to say my favourite, yeah, yeah, behind your door you fucking threatening me, yeah. Fuck off and hell. Seg goes like, Mark, shut up. Now that fucking. Because, as you know, I've told you, I was a bit of a dickhead and, you know, I'm lucky I never got my head caved in proper, but, <laughs> but there you go, I didn't. Um, so, yeah, time went by and he'd give me all his shit and then he went, they let him go to the wing and you can guess what happened. He kicked shit out of someone, but the person he kicked shit out of, to be honest, was a bit of a fucking knobhead. Um and he's been in and out of jail all the time I was there and I think every officer can tell you a story about where they've had to see an him because he's such a cock. I mean, he used to tell, if he wanted to get off a wing, he used to tell people he was a non, sorry, a sex offender, which he was. He had been done for um, a sex offence on a, on a, not on a child, on a female. Um, so... But this, this Geordie went on and heard it and just, it just kicked shit out of him, mate. It ended up uh, in court, going to court. Um, obviously, this greasy haired, fucking lanky, smelly bastard got shit back out again. Um, and he came back for court. So they're all like, fucking hell, Mark, Stry's coming back. Like, I'm like, and? Just another fucking prison to be out of shit. Come back in and uh, he walked in and I'm stood there and he stood up. He's about six foot four, he's good. 
Hold on, let me go back, sorry. Before he got shipped out, he, he got shipped out straight from Seg, so the bus from Seg come round to Seg. But the, the bus come round from Seg, uh, sorry, from the front gate right to Seg and picked him up at Seg. So um, he's coming out of Seg and I, I took the van round because I worked in reception and um, I don't know why I have to tell you that, but it's irrelevant really. Um, so I'm outside with the van and this big lanky sneaky piss comes up and he, he's like talking to officers like, uh, but he's talking shit as usual and no one listens to him. And then he come out and he spots me so he's ah, you fucking nuns. I said, yeah, yeah, bye. And I'm like, bye, mate. And they're like, Matt, shut up. I said, oh, fuck him. And he got on the bus and he's still giving it out. So I'm like, oh, yeah, you're giving it out again, Stider, because you're behind the fucking door. You fuck Enjoy your trip to fucking Franklin, you dickhead. And uh, oh, and he was kicking the door, kicking the wall, the but you fucking monk nuns and all this shit. <laughs> oh, dear. So, anyway... He comes back from court, so right, I'm there and like, oh, Mark, he's coming back. I said, don't give a fuck. So, my manager, she says, like, Mark, you want to, like, go for a fag or something? I said, no, fuck off. I said, I promise you, I'm not going to start that with him. I'm not going to say that. I'll just stand there and do my job. I won't even speak to him apart from asking. They're like, well, don't, don't you um, process him, then? Yeah. I said, yeah, all right, mate. It's not a problem. I'm fucking asked. Um, so he come in and he comes to the desk and I'm just doing someone else and I'm not even looking at the fuck and he goes ah Mr Davis so I'm like no I said but I can't ignore him because then they'll say oh you ignored him and made him kick off so I turned around and said yes Mr Dad what's up he says and he put his hand out and shut my hand he says you know what he says you fucking you're just a little, I just don't say it. He said, no, you're just a little man. I said, yeah, yeah, of course you are. He said, but you showed no fear with me, did you? I said, well, I've got no fear, mate. I'm an idiot. And he laughed. And then he was just chatting away there for the rest of the process. Just changed. And that's what I mean. You know, people have gone, oh, yeah, Stride was this, Stride was that. But they're all right in the end. They'll talk to you. Um, I think some of it, part of it, is they've got the reputation and they think they've got to live with it. Well, they don't, all of them are not like that. There's some, don't get me wrong. Some of them, you're like, fucking shut up. You know, that's what you think. But you, you sometimes, it, this was my problem. A lot of people, you think that and just do what I was like, went fucking shut up. Um, especially when they're shouting, you know, you try to do something, someone fucking shouting, like, fucking shut up, man. No, who are you talking to? Do you know my... Like, fuck off, mate. Just shut up. Have a bit of respect. Um, so, yeah, just get behind you. Yeah. So that's what it's like in reception. You've got to have so much patience, and I didn't have it. But I was lucky again that a lot of my colleagues were... Um, they just fucking ragged me away. No, no etiquette about it. It was like, Matt, fuck off. That was like when I tried to do the paperwork. Um, I've probably mentioned this as well. When it all went to computer uh, and I was doing someone's prop and I pressed the wrong button and wiped the whole fucking prop sheet off. And this lab was a long term, so we had a lot of fucking prop and I'd wiped it off. So nobody would let me do it. 
you know, when we're busy, and I said, I'll do the prop, no, Mark, you're all right. You, you process them, I'll do the prop, and it went on for ages, that. <coughs> so eventually, they let me do it, and what did they do again? Fucking wiped a full record clean. People said I did it on purpose because they didn't want to do it. It's not true. <laughs> but yeah, it was, um, I was all right if I was on my own, and I was doing my incoming prop and adding it to the list. I was good. I was all right at that. But uh, it's that much shit. I mean, it never happened before computers. Well, it was on paper. If you got it wrong, you fucking put a line through it, signed it, signature, and did it again. On this shit, you press the wrong button, it all fucking disappears. It's a fucking nightmare for us all this. This computer bollocks. You know what? You can't even fucking... You can't even get a uniform now without having to do it on a computer and an email and order it on email. Where in the old days, we just used to go to the stores, oh, I've got blood on my shirt, can I have a new one? Yeah, of course you can, yeah. Now, you want a new shirt, you've got to fucking order it. Fucking cracked. Luckily, they need fucking human beings to be officers, otherwise we'd be fucking changed. Um. And you, some of these fucking ex-cons who come on, like, we they don't need prison officers because we run the prison. If you fuck, you run the prison till bang up and we go, bang up, and you all go behind your doors like little pussies. So fuck off who runs the prison. You might run it between your mates and your bullying and shit, but you don't fucking run the prison. You never will do. Because you go behind your door when we tell you, or when it's behind your door time, or... Like during COVID, you had a fucking shower when we said you had a shower. So you didn't run the fucking prison, did you? You might run your mates on the wing, but you don't run the fucking prison. Unless you're on with a bent bastard and they let you do it. But otherwise, you don't. You go behind your door when you're told. You eat when you're told. You get on what when you're told. You go to fucking education when you're told. Yeah, you go to meds when you're told. And if you don't want to go, you don't fucking go. Don't care. So... No prisoners run the prison because you fucking do as you're told. You're in a regime, mate, and you do as you're told. And if you hold that regime up, you get dealt with. And it's not just yourself that get dealt with. All your mates are locked behind the door for hours because you're a cock. So, yeah, who runs the prison, lads? Not fucking you. God, it drives me fucking mad. But the public believe it. The public believe that prison officers just sit in office. All day. Some do. I'm not wrong, get me wrong. Some do. Most of us don't. Most of us still walk the wing during the shift. You know. So if you're getting up to shit on, on my wing and other people who did the same as me, we're going to catch you. I mean, I've told you that time I was in the exercise yard on my wing and I heard someone stabbing someone up on leaving wing. So I fucking got on the radio. We all charged in there and stopped it. That's what it's like. Mate. That's called running the prison. If you run the prison, then none of us are to turn up to let you get on with it, won't we, you fucking idiots? Shut up and get real and tell the public the truth. Yeah, you did all these things you said you did when we let you out, but once we said, like in the jail I used to work on, fucking half past five, mate, behind your fucking doors, and you went. And if you didn't, you got dealt with. So you all go behind your doors. And then at seven o'clock in the morning, we unlock you. And then after state, we'll lock you up again. So you do as you're fucking told. You get up to your shit. Yeah, maybe a lot of them do and a lot of them, you know. But yeah, you do as you're told. We run the prison. Oh, no, sorry, not we, because I don't do it anymore. Officers run the prison. 
officers run reception, officers ring, run seg. Because you stick to the rules and if you don't, you get dealt with. And you do. You, you, I, so annoying when I hear it all like they never they, they never sit there and go, Yeah, we got up to this, we got up to that, we, someone got stabbed, blah blah blah. But then the, the officers shouted, bang up, so we all bang up. Right, if it's a fight on the prison at Dubgate, we bang everyone up and then deal with the perpetrators. So you don't run the jail here because when I say bang up, you bang up. Simple. Oh, I thought I'd never say that in real life, but I just said it. So, yeah, it's just fucking... It pissed me off. I mean, I can't even watch him anymore, like I keep saying, because you can see the bullshit going on. <coughs> no, I spent 12 years in the toughest prison in the country. Which one? Fucking hell. You know, name a name, which one? And, and we'll all know that, yeah. I mean, yeah, Cat A's, yeah. But I, we had a lot of prisoners, like I said, on our on my wing, what Joe got over, who, I mean, Cat A prisoners, who were big fucking, like, big players. But, yeah, they've had, they've had the nutty times and they were, they were sorted prisoners, you were good lads, you could trust them a little bit more than you could trust normal prisoners. So, uh, if Cat A's are so bad, and you was in there 12 years, it's your fault it's bad because you're a dick because the other lads, a lot of the other lads who've been cat A's, have... no, they're not dickheads, they're not going around fighting all the time. And they say, oh, yeah, it's dead. you just got to be aware of it all the time in a cat A because they're stabbing you. You're fucking hell. I worked in a cat B and you have to be wary all day of people getting stabbed. It's no fucking different. It's prison. And even your big hard cat A's, you got banged up when you were told to bang up, didn't you? Fucking numpties. Tell the fucking truth. Yeah, like I keep saying, tell your fucking war stories, but then tell the other things. You know, even if it's the easiest prison in the world and you, you're fucking out all day, you're still getting banged up when you're told to. And you corrupt bastards. Fuck off with your fucking sob stories. You bent bastards and you put your colleagues' lives at risk. The families at risk because you was obviously telling them about other officers I mean we had one lad and in the end he got locked up he got sacked for being bent bastard but people were outside outside were following home and threatening him and driving up and down the street because the other bent bastard had told them where he lived so you bent bastards don't fucking you're not going to get any sympathy from any prison officer who's worked or works in the industry. <coughs> because whatever you think you're good and what you do, you're doing good now when you don't. No! You're fucking not. You're not doing. You might be doing good now, but you fucking put so many people at risk. Oh, I was in financial trouble and it. Fuck off! Do overtime. The, the prison service, you're always banging on about your short staff, so. Like I said, that young girl I know, young, sorry, I can't say that kind of, but that female I know works her fucking ass off. She's got no social life because she's always at work because she needs to earn the money. So she's not fucking bent. She doesn't go down the, you know, oh, I'm in trouble, what can I do? No, fucking do the responsible thing, mate, and work your way out of debt. I did. I was in a lot of debt and I fucking 
every bit of old time a day they paid off the debt. And now I'm retired, debt free, you don't owe nobody, fuck all, and it's all mine. And how did I do it? All the time. I just, anyone who know anyone who knows me, you can check people that don't believe me. I, I used to do seven days a week regular when I was in comms. And when I was in comms down, I used to be, people, prisoners used to say, fucking hell, man, you don't have a day off. You know, and I, I was I was going home, I was doing double shifts, going home at 10 o'clock and back on, back at work at six. Because I had, I, I owed money, my, my ex-wife left me in a lot of debt. And I was paying it off for years, but then I had to, because I became a prison officer, I couldn't have that shit hanging over me because obviously I might be one of them bent bastards who think the easy way out is to be corrupt and put everyone else in danger just to look after myself, you know, being a selfish bastard. So um, I worked my fucking ass off, paid all the debt off. And like I said now, debt free, mate, retired, debt free, clear conscience, never been bent, never took a fucking penny off a prisoner, ever. Um, took a lot of shit off him. <laughs> but yeah, never. And I wouldn't, because I've got pride, I've got pride. Uh, and if I did do it, I would never fucking put my head above the parapet and go on a fucking podcast talking about it. So, um, yeah, shut the fuck up and go away. Because no one respects you who do the job. You know, I've, I've witnessed fucking governors getting, not number one governors, but governors, well, yeah, we, there was a number one governor, but they got walked off because they put the prison up. That's a different issue. Um, I've seen dep deputy assistant directors, as we call them, um, walked off for being corrupt and, and all kinds of stuff. So it happens. Um, but you never get them on. Corrupt suits fucking coming on, talking about how dent they was. Um, the good time Charlie's and all that shit. Because the prison service, whatever, private or public, they've got the massive carpet, what stuff gets swept under above a certain rank. Um, to be fair, mate, in... Um, when I started at Dubgate, that's what they used to be with bent officers. They didn't charge them or nothing like that. They just sacked them, sweep it under the carpet. We don't want a bad reputation. And that's what's happening now. They want to look good on paper. Don't give a shit about the staff, as long as it looks good on paper. And again, I must apologise for the... Um, when I said about the father, because like I said, a good friend of mine who I trust with my life, still, told me that it was a load of bollocks, so... Sometimes you don't believe everything you... I'm not saying I don't believe the person that told me, but um, he works on the TC, so it might have just been them being threatened with that, because that's what governors do. They threaten you with shit, and some people believe it. And like I said, he could have threatened me with that, and I'd just give it him anyway, because they didn't fucking need it. Uh, and then I wouldn't have done the keyword session, just out of fucking being a dick. Because uh, they're not gonna, you can't get sacked for not doing the keyword session, especially when you're short staffed and you ain't got time. Because I ain't leaving my colleague, oh sorry, I wouldn't have left a colleague on their own for an hour Well, I did some shitty paperwork exercise. You know, people want to know about a prisoner, won't be, come and ask me and I'll tell you. Because I've got jail crafts and I know what's going on. And I talk to prisoners, I don't have to fucking spend an hour sat on my ass in an office. And then they say that. So you've got like, say, 30 staff on an house lot. 
And you said, ah, after you got to do your keyboard sessions, so that's 15 staff, yeah? And there's only four computers in the fucking bubble. So how are 15 people going to do keyboard sessions? Sensible. Use your fucking brain, for fuck's sake. Um, might have changed now. They might have computers in the offices. I hope so. Because then you can do your keyword session, but you're not leaving your colleague on your own. How simple is that? Well, but, but us on the shop floor, we apparently we look down on them. We can't have any ideas because we we, we don't know the wings, do we? Fuck, mate. Prison officers know the wing better than any fucker. From prison officers to the managers, they know the house plot and the wings like better than anyone. So. You know, to me, I mean, I'm a simple man, and I think of things simply, but wouldn't it be better to ask the people who work the wings what probably would be better to work on the wings rather than sat in some fucking office making the job harder? Nah, mate, fuck, it's all wrong. Yeah, every every place like a prison has got to have someone in charge. Someone who, like, runs it, someone who goes and meets that. Yeah, I, I get that. But... Some of the decisions have come down, and you're like, what the fuck? Like, this key worker shit, what was wrong with the personal officer? What was wrong with the personal officer? And you did it on your own wing, so, like, I was on my wing, so I had one side of the ones I was personal officer. So it didn't matter who came in that cell, I was the personal officer. So, because it was an induction wing, obviously, there was a lot of comings and goings, so... I, I was personal officer, but a lot, and most prisoners, I don't know, the older prisoners, they still would go to the personal officer if they had an issue. And then we deal with it. If we wrote it up, we wrote it up and it went to the Greens. But it's. But now you get a key worker and you've not even got prisoners on your own fucking wing. What? I don't get it. Maybe I'm daft, I don't know. Maybe. Some buffing upstairs in the justice department thought it was a good idea for you to work with prisons you didn't know. But hey, probably never spent a fucking a minute on a landing. Which not that. I mean, I've said before some of the best governments we've had have come up through the ranks. Uh, but I've also had other governors who have come up through the ranks. And once you get behind that office, they fucking don't give a shit. They, don't, they forget what it's like. Um, you can tell when you talk to them, they forgot what it's like. It's like, what the fuck? Wow, I don't get it, mate. It's, it's, it's crazy. Uh, and I just, my heart breaks for people. They're, they're brilliant people who turn up every fucking day for work, even though they know this shit's going to hit the fan or because you know, you just, as part of your jailcraft, you just fucking know. They'll turn up for work, they'll go in, you know, you'll have your banter, you'll have your laugh, it's the only way it gets you going, it, it's the, the old, like, squaddy humour, or it's prison officer humour, and some of it is so dark sometimes, but it's how we get through the day. But we're always there for each other, and it's like the army, mate, you're not there for the fucking company, you're not there for your fucking governor, you're there for your mates. Uh, and people, I, I've said to some managers, most of the managers I work with over the years, I've run through a brick wall for them because they've got the respect, they've done the job, they know what it's like. And if you're in the shit, you know you can go and talk to them and they've been there, they've done it, 
you know what they're on about. Not some snotty fuckers you get now, been job 10 minutes and getting fucking promoted because they can do paperwork. Load of bollocks, mate. Load of bollocks. And I, yeah, I might be a dinosaur, mate, and that's how it is, but I'd prefer the managers I worked under. Like Neil, Neil Fleetwood. I've just met, I don't, no disrespect to anyone else. Pfft, no. But for an example, he's been in the job fucking how many years? I don't know, mate. He's forgot more than I know. So if he comes to me, right, Mark, you've got to fucking do this. Yeah, okay, Neil, off I go. Because I know he's done it. He won't eat. Neil and a lot of the other managers, the older managers and the managers I work with, they would never ask you to do something they hadn't done. That's how I used to, before I went to prison, I used to manage. I wouldn't ask nobody to do something I wouldn't or couldn't do or had done. Uh, that's unfair. So if situations are always like bad situations, Neil, Maxine, Janet and all, and Charlotte and all, they used to come with us, Gaz. They used to come with us. They didn't just sit in the office and say, right, go and fuck it. No, they come with us. Um, I, I know I mentioned a few names there, but they fucking loads of them. They all knew who all were. They all knew who I mean, because I've told them. Um, yeah, but now they sit in the office like, right, well, get, get, fucking sh go get off your ass and come with us. Well, like I told you that time years ago, when that manager wouldn't cuff the prisoner because it was paperwork and he ended up kicking off and I got my head mashed in again when they all fell on me. <coughs> Fuck knows how I ain't got brain damage. But yeah, a lot of people say I have, but yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'm... Um, God bless all you, everybody at prison service, prison staff who go to them places day in, day out. I've fucking nothing but respect and proud. I'm so proud of you all and you'll live with me forever. Um, just amazing people. And um, hopefully soon you might get someone who doesn't have a big needs a sherpa to get over the carpet to the desk in the morning uh, and treats you all like you should be treated fucking so yeah look after each other stay safe and fuck's sake look after yourselves look after your mental health look after yourselves and all go home safely every night and any of them bent bastards fuck off bye